Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, And one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I talk all about AEW Dynamite from last night. Especially that main event between Cody Rhodes and Andrade and what happened at the end right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Last night, Bully, a crazy way to end AEW Dynamite last night. Uh, before we went to break, you asked me what I wanted to talk about. I said punk. We came back with uh, Cody audio. Great job, Andre. Keep up the awesome work. Um, so, yeah, why don't we just dive into the Cody Nobody stuff. listens. Uh, nobody, nobody listens. Nobody let's listens. Fa- let's face it. Nobody, nobody's listening to us, Bully. Nobody and everybody listens to yes. this show. Nobody no, and the everybody. Pe- people pay to listen to us, but the people who work on this show don't listen to us. The entire wrestling business listens to this freaking show. Anyway, um, yeah, the main event. So, Dave, this was really interesting. Yes. Last night, after uh, the show was over, after Dynamite was over, I sent out a tweet. And I said, wow, should be an interesting morning tomorrow on Busted Open. (laughs) You are. You love stirring the pot, Molly, stirring the pot. But wait a minute. I said, wow. Well, go ahead. What are you going to say? Well, now, of course, what you said, there is nothing, absolutely anything wrong with what you said. But you know how people are on social media. So right away, their thoughts are going to the negative, right or wrong. I didn't even say wow. I said, well, well, well. And then I popped off my collar. I flexed my neck muscles. Yeah, the, oh. like, a, like road warrior animal. Well. God rest his soul, and Hawk, too. Oh, no, wait. Hawk did it, not Animal. Hawk, so Hawk did it, not Animal. Anyway, I said, well, <laughs> tomorrow should be an interesting morning on Busted Open. Talk to you then. That was my tweet. Well, tomorrow should be an interesting morning on Busted Open. Talk to you then. That was my tweet. What do you think I got last night? Oh, people are probably like, why are you kidding? Why are you killing? How can you kill that? That was awesome. What's wrong with you? Why are you hating on Dynamite? That was a great show. Am I am I off? 
No, you're dead. As 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 hot as balls, Marissa Tomei would say, you're dead on balls accurate. I get it all the time, man. Because I do it, you know, as you with a because people have you tagged as an AEW hater, right or wrong. They have you tagged which as an I, AEW. I guess no, but they do, right? Yes. And yes. they have me tagged as a WWE hater. So whenever I say something that's just a little bit like, you know. Vanilla, I'll put it, where I'm not taking a stand one side or the other. Everybody takes what I'm saying as I'm hating on WWE. And on a on, bully, when I make a compliment, they think that I'm being sarcastic. That's my world. But go ahead. People are telling me how much I'm going to bury the show, bury the main event. They're saying who's going to bury it worse, Cornette or Bully? Yada, yada. And I'm laughing. I'm like reading these comments and I'm like, these, there's stupid people in the world. If you're one of those people that tweeted me something negative or you assumed I was going to bury something, you're stupid. You lack the knowledge. You're brutally fucking dumb. Wow. Hot take. Go back and read your own social media. And if you said something where you, uh, where you assumed that I was going to bury, if you said something dumb last night, if you said something negative last night, I'd like you to go look in the mirror and say, I'm a stupid person. Well, what was like, wrong with the main event? What was wrong with I'm, it? I'm sorry, but I'm just looking, I'm reading, as you're talking, I'm reading somebody's comments from your tweet. And like you said, well, tomorrow should be an interesting morning. Talk to you then with the fire emoji. Love the fire emoji, by the way. Fire Great emoji. Job with that. Big fan of the fire emoji. But what all of like, I, I love the main event. The main event was a car crash. It was a street fight. Did, 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 did they miss a thing here or there? Yeah. It's going to happen, kids. Okay? When you're using, when you're, when you're using objects or, or gimmicks or a chair and, oh, the moonsault with the chair or the this with the that. Yeah, shit happens. And you work past it. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and dissect every little thing. Oh, they did this wrong. I've been a million in one of those matches where things didn't go exactly as planned. Especially when you don't run through it. You don't walk through. You don't practice. You don't do any of that shit. You go out there, you grip it, and you rip it. That's what pros do. And then they get to the flaming table spot. Oh! A staple. Of the Dudleys. Bully's gonna kill this. They did it so wrong. And Cody took the flaming table. And this and that and the other things. Listen, Dick Steen. If you think you can do it better, go do it better. Did Cody go through the table and take the brunt of the table? Yes. If they would have put that table back any farther... If you understand anything about wrestling and the mechanics of pro wrestling moves and how shit works, if you move the table back farther, guess what happens in the rotation of that move? What? 
Guess what comes down first into the flames on the rotation of the move? Your head? Andrade's face. If you put the table farther back, there's a chance you don't hit it at all. What I would have done is choose a different move. I would have went with something very traditional. Some, and when I say tradition, I say something a little bit more foolproof. So let's just say that Cody was seated on the top rope. Andrade was up there. And Andrade was going to give him a Frankensteiner off the top rope through the table. Brandy slides in. Douses the table. Lights it. Cody six sits up. Power bomb through the table. Foolproof, you know exactly who went through the table. Andrade goes through back first. Now you know that Andrade took the brunt of it, thus Cody getting the win. They wanted to do something a little different. What's that move that Cody hit? Like a, a reverse, um, a reverse suplex or something like that? Yeah, yeah. But what was what Andrade hitting? And let me let me go back. No, and, no, and it was it was move. it was Cody. It was Cody who hit the move, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like a reverse suplex. So yeah, Cody took the brunt of it a little. Cody took the fire. Andrade took the move. Yeah. Could we sit here and dice? Could I, could I say Cody should have never went through the table? Cody should have been selling more because of the fire and this and this. But yep, I could sit here and do that all day. Who the fuck cares? It looked cool. I, I thought, I thought, first of all, uh, Brandy, very generous, generous, uh, generous, I should say, uh, with with everything because man, that table was lit. That was like a huge flame coming off that table, and I was, I listen, I I tweeted this out and I got killed just like you did with your tweet. I said, say what you want about Cody, man. This guy goes all out, and and people are talking. About he botched it. It looked like shit, man. I thought that fucking looked amazing. Dude, if Cody fight. botched it, go get a table, go get yeah. some lighter fluid, light it on fire, film it in your backyard, and do it better. Cody botched it. Andrade botched it. What did they botch? Your mother botched you at birth. It was that the botched? Could they have maybe thought about it a little bit differently? Absolutely. I would have went with a very foolproof way. That's what I would have did. I, I thought I thought the match was great. I thought the spot looked looked amazing. I mean, Cody's going for the pin. His arm is still on fire as he's turning Andrade over to get the pin on Andrade. Tell me what else they did in the match last night. As far as what? Exa- exactly. Tell me what. Tell me what else they did. Well, I mean, that was the big spot. That was the memorable spot. All you remember is the finish. They're going to replay the flaming table spot. It is what it is. However, it being what it is, Cody is in dangerous territory. And Cody, after last night, reminded me of somebody. And he reminded me of our very own Tommy Dreamer. Last night should have been a slam dunk for Cody as far as being loved, right? Yeah. Was he? No, 
Um, and, and, and this was a story that was played throughout the match. If you go back and watch that match, Tony Schiavone was saying that he was playing to the crowd way too much. And after he would do a move, he would play to the crowd. He needs to focus and concentrate. So that was definitely a story throughout the match. There came a point in Tommy Dreamer's career where people turned on him. They didn't give a shit about Tommy. They started booing him. They thought, they thought what they thought about Tommy. He was too pretty. He was too smooth. He was too much of a... He was too much of a... Uh, a what's the word I'm looking for? Like, he just didn't look the part in ECW. Too, sm- too smooth and pretty for ECW. And for whatever reason, they turned on him. And for whatever reason, the AEW fan base, or I'd say 50% of them, is starting to turn on Cody. Uh, and what it might Tom- even be it might even be a little bit more bully because okay. he's he's in Georgia, he's in his home state last night, and that crowd was I would say that crowd was pretty split last. night. He could night. probably spit from his bedroom balcony and hit the Gwinnett Center. Yep, that's how close to home he is. They're bowing him. Tommy had to start killing himself to get over with the ECW fan base taking insane bumps, putting his body in some very, very precarious situations. Precarious, that's a good word. you got to be in men's that know a word like precarious. No, anyway. I mean, case in point, Bully, the last time they were in Georgia is when Cody did that moonsault off the top of the cage, and here they are back in Georgia, and he's going through a flaming table. Moonsault off the top of the cage is one thing. We've seen a lot of guys do the moonsault off the top of the cage. But when you have to put yourself through a flaming table where he definitely, he had at least first degree burns on his back, despite having his back doused in fire retardant gel, which if that to me is just, listen, if you're going to do it, do it. Okay. Don't have fire retardant gel on your back where you're stooging off the stunt from the minute you come through the curtain. That did look a little goofy to me. Not to you? Um, I, listen, I am not going to... Bully, I am not going to say that. I'm sorry. I'm, I've never gone through... Why you give me that look? You got to be safe. He looked like his skin was peeling off of... You got to be safe. What do you mean you got to... Fire retardant gel? I'm going to douse myself in fire retardant gel before I go out there and go through the flaming table. I, I don't on, think man. it took... If I you're going to do it, just do it. it. I didn't I'm think not it took saying it took away, away from, from it. it. I'm not saying it took away from it. Okay? But that's like showing the trick. And, and, and it, was, it, was a huge, it was an eyesore to see that stuff peeling off his back where they had to cover it up like, oh, what's that on his back? Oh, that must have been some stuff that stuck to him when the trash can got hit, when he got hit with the trash can. I mean, come on. There's... I, I don't even I don't even think that they used the right lighter fluid. Because your back should never catch on fire if you're using the right equipment. Trust me. All in all, really liked it. Nothing. Not gonna bash it. There's nothing to bash. Those guys went out there, they worked their balls. You know who the star of the show last night was to be in that main event? Andrade. Yeah. 
Yeah, Andrade was fantastic last night. Andrade worked his balls off. Dude, he is he is something, man. He just he's willing to do anything. It was a machine last night. Everybody's gonna remember Cody because oh, Cody went through the flaming tables. Oh, we're gonna take pictures of Cody and his back is burned and yada yada. Yeah, I get it. But to all those people who thought I was going to come on this show today and bury that main event and bury that spot, you are wrong. You are a thousand percent wrong. It takes a lot of guts to go out there and do those things. All in the name of entertainment. But I hope Cody doesn't get into this spot where he's having to legitimately put himself in harm's way where he's going to get first degree, second degree burns just to hopefully get the people to cheer for him. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here. And if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, the NFL Roadshow. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds. And I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly. Fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
there's a lot of people were bitching last night about, oh, that's so unnecessary in 2021. Oh. They shouldn't be taking those risks. Shut up. I was seeing you that pansy. too. I was seeing that too with the chair shot to Jericho. Like, do we really need to have a, a chair shot to Jericho? I, I mean, come on. I mean, First of all, he had both hands in front yes. of his head. And the physicality on Jericho by 2.0 sucked. It like, absolutely sucked. I think it's I think it's at the point, bully, where people just want to talk for the sake of talking. Now, when I mean, I mean, at some point, bully, right? You have to say that, hey, these are professionals and they know what they're doing. Like who? Like who am I to say that Jericho is doing something wrong or Cody's doing something wrong? Who am I to say that? Come on, uh, you, uh, can I say it? You could say it because you're you're a they're professional. Doing, they're doing nothing wrong. There you go. You want to take a chair shot to your head without putting your hands up? Go right ahead and do it. I could care less. And and you and, want to put yourself through fire? Go ahead. You want to stick staples in your forehead or put tacks in your mouth or shove a pole up your ass? Go right ahead. If you're doing it in the name of entertainment, more power to you. But but also too, and I'm all about I'm all about like you know I don't want to see anybody get injured or anything like that. But at the same time, these are professional. The last thing I want to do is read some fucking dirt sheet writer saying, oh, my God, how irresponsible Chris Jericho taking taking a chair shot to the head. I, I don't know. I watched that. It seemed perfectly fine. He got both hands up. But I saw that last night. I mean, come on, man. It's fucking professional wrestling, for God's sake. I could give Jesus. a shit less if he got no hands up. If Chris Jericho wants to get cranked in the head to try to get somebody over, if that's the decision he makes as a pro wrestler, sports entertainment or entertainer, glorified stuntman, whatever you want to say, then so be it. That's it. It's, it's, it, it drives me crazy. I mean, in the NFL, if, if, if a wide receiver has alligator arms because he doesn't want to get de- decimated by two defensive backs, they call him a wimp. But when something like this happens in pro wrestling, they're like, that's irresponsible. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Somebody, now, can, if- really, somebody can really get hurt out there. Let me tell you something, people. Somebody can really get hurt on a hip toss or an arm drag or a side headlock takeover or a backdrop. And you would know more about that than anybody else because you're a professional fucking wrestler. I don't need somebody that's never fucking jogged around the block telling me what's safe and what's not safe because, Billy, I don't know. I'm not a professional. I don't step in a ring and have matches. Who am I to say Cody's being irresponsible or Jericho's being irresponsible or for Brian Danielson? Now, if you said it or Mark said it or Tommy said it, I'm going to listen because you fucking know. I'm not going to listen to some fucking writer that's never done an athletic endeavor in their life. I have seen things happen both on NXT and AEW from younger wrestlers doing basic moves that they should never be doing because they don't know the mechanics behind the move. That's irresponsible. Just thinking you can do something because you thought of it and maybe you hit it one time in practice. That's irresponsible. If Cody and Andrade, two tough men, want to do some, you know, uh, uh, suplex off the top rope through a flaming table, hey, man, this is the business we have chosen. What movie? Oh, that's uh, Godfather 2. That was uh, Hyman Roth talking to Michael Corleone. This is the business we have chosen. And you take everything that comes with it, the good and the bad. 
I know what I'm doing, how I put my... The shit that I've done, the shit that Tommy's done, the shit that a bunch of other guys have done, Mick Foley has done 33 unprotected chair shots to the head. We take our lives in our own hands, all in the name of entertainment. And for a bit of selfish reasons too, because we want to be remembered. Mick asked me one time, Bubba, why did you take the bump off the top of the ladder through the four tables? And I said, well, Mick, I wanted to do something that would be as memorable as you getting thrown off the top of the cage. Why'd you get thrown off the top of the cage? Well, Bubba, I wanted to do something memorable. There you go. But my God, man. Listen to some of these fucking people on social media. Like, shut the fuck up. Watch the God dang show for crying out loud. You don't like it, don't watch. Bully and I come here and we criticize a little bit. Constructive criticism, turning it, whatever you want to call it. But Bully, I swear to God, right now with wrestling fans, I don't know what they want. I really don't know what wrestling fans want right now. That's because they don't know what they want. They, you know what they know that they want to do? They want to complain. Bitch, moan, and complain. Cody goes About through anything go- and everything. And God forbid, I don't bitch, moan, and complain. You don't bitch, moan, and complain. God forbid we give a little bit of an opinion or constructive criticism. They want to bitch, moan, and complain. Because especially with the AEW fan base, all they want you to do is put the company over to the moon and never say one negative thing about it. That You know what? The AEW fan base, we could talk about that, whatever. That, there is... Bully, that AEW fan base is loyal to AEW. They love AEW. I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem with the WWE loyalists that just love WWE and everything that they do. Like, what's the one guy? Mike in Connecticut. They They do nothing wrong. He's a loyal WWE fan. Fine. I don't have a problem with that either. I have a problem with the fans, with the wrestling fans, that just have a problem with everything. They have a problem with everything. Ah, uh, Cody goes. Cody goes through a flaming table. Yeah, he had that. You know, he had whatever it was on his back. His that flame retarded on his back. Oh my God, that looked like shit. But it's irresponsible that Cody's going through a flaming table. Oh, Jericho's taking a you know taking a a, a chair shot to that. But man, it looks so bad when he puts his hands up like that. Oh, you know Jericho's going off the top of a cage. But yo, man, it was so so fake looking where. He, like, you, you can't please anybody. Oh, MJF, you know, like these promos, they're a little too real to me. They're a little too, boy, they're below the belt. They're, he's going to a place you just shouldn't go. When, when has there been a place that a heel should not go to? Oh, you're playing a character, but we don't like our wrestlers to play characters. We want them to be real. Oh, we, don't, we want boundaries, but we don't want boundaries. I mean, my God, what do you want? You want to know something, Bully? And I bring this up all the time. Roddy Piper talking to Salvatore Bolomo at the Meadowlands. All right? I'm an Italian-American. Salvatore Bolomo was Italian. Boy, Roddy Piper said some shit to Salvatore Bolomo in a predominantly Italian-American audience that made them want to fucking run into the ring and and kill Roddy Piper. You know what? That's what his job was. Roddy Piper didn't look at it as like as I'm playing a character. And you know what? I got to stay inside my box because God forbid I go outside this box. I might offend somebody. And then I'm going to get tweets from people saying I'm being offensive. 
No, you fucking hated the guy. You wanted that guy to get the shit kicked out of him. That's what a heel's supposed to do. Not supposed to be fucking politically correct. He's supposed to be completely the opposite. So you want to see that fucking motherfucker get his ass kicked in the ring. Oh no, MJF is going too far. Oh my God, he's going too far. He's going too far. There is no going too far. He's a heel. You want to see him get his ass. There is no limits to what that guy can do because he's a piece of garbage and a piece of shit. He's not playing a character. He's an asshole. Comes from asshole parents, too. And if they, you know what? Let me go. Let me go. I'm sorry to interrupt. But let's just say we're watching a movie. And there's a character in the movie that's the bad guy in the movie. Are we saying, oh my God, this bad, he's going, he's crossing the line. No, it's a character in the movie. What do you want? If he's being real and he's actually showing realism, you don't want that. And when he's a character, you don't want that either. What do you want? I'm, I'm asking you. These fans that fucking go on social media and kill everything. What do you want? Do you want realism or not? Do you want them to be a character or not? Nobody knows what they want. So they just go on social media and destroy everything. God, do you know you're hurting the business by doing this? Do you understand that? No other fan base does that. No other fan. I'm sorry. No other fan base does it. Has been so watered down. Has become so vanilla. Has become so pussified. Everybody's afraid of everything, especially heels. You're not a heel. You may think you're a heel. You're not. And I'm not talking about MJF. No, MJF gets it. As far as the people that you're talking about, I completely agree. They don't know what they want. All they know is that they want to complain. Nothing is ever good enough. Daniel Bryan was right about three years ago when he said wrestling fans are fickle. They have no clue what they really want. All they want to do is go on social media and complain. That's the one constant I see. They complain. And then they complain about things that they have zero clue about. If you've never taken a bump in your life, you have no idea. Talking about the Cody thing. Yeah. Well, was that was that really necessary for Cody? Couldn't they have given it to somebody else? Cody gave it to himself. Cody thought of it, thought of it. I'm not going to sit here and try to understand what wrestling fans in 2000 what wrestling fans who don't agree with us in 2021 are trying to say and think i know that there's enough of them out there dave who listen to us with an open mind who have good discussion with us who are open to constructive criticism and those are the people that we appreciate talking to the other people i could give a damn less about and maybe it's like what gene simmons of kiss said this is just a vocal minority. This is not the majority. It is a vocal minority. Absolutely. Absolutely, Dave. Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean I and and 
and we find ourselves catering to a vocal minority. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. You know, you always have these New Year's resolutions. That's going to be my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to let the bottom feeder be the bottom feeder. You're staying at the bottom. Your opinion means absolutely nothing. You mean nothing. If you think you're affecting life, I'm come, I'm telling you right now, bully. And I, I want everybody to listen to this show feel the same way. You want to be critical? That's cool. You don't like something? That's fine. But these toxic fucking wrestling fans, I'm not listening to them anymore. I'm blocking you out. I'm going to start using that block button. I never block people. I'm going to start blocking fucking people. Because you're miserable human beings that don't like anything. You find joy in misery because you yourself are miserable. That's why you find... What right person in any kind of right frame of mind finds joy in people's misery? I ain't buying in anymore. That's my New Year's resolution. I think that should be everybody's New Year's resolution. You're not going to change these people, so block these people. Take the toxicity out of your life. It's not worth it. So let's stop talking about it. Let's yep. start. Let, let, let's, let's get back to the callers. Let's get yep. back to uh, speaking honestly about a fair to Midland show last night at best. I liked the show last night. To me, it was fair to Midland. Okay. That's, that's your opinion. You're entitled to it. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Producers are very own diva Gabby Laspisa and Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.